Happy New Year, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to OGMI Talks. Our podcast um, is, wow, I this volunteered is, no, no, for this, I, and then uh, <laughs> I, I completely blanked. That was the first time I've ever seen you, like, act on the podcast. Like, you, like, turn that on. Mm. You just, like, go ahead and hit record. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Ouch. That hurt my feelings, babe. Oh, did it? Do you want me to edit that out? All of it. Wait, really? No, it's fine. Okay. Just take it over. I don't know what I was trying to say. Okay. Hey, everybody. We are very stoked about 2020. Acting. We are excited that you... Oh, am I acting? What? Who said that? Okay. We are very excited about 2020. We are excited that you're here on the podcast, the very first one of the year on the very first day of the year. This episode, we talk. We, we have an Oscars challenge recap, which is going super well. We have hot takes about Little Women and Star Wars. Yes. We get into the, the, the dirty things. Uh, the, the are there hot- any spoilers? I don't think so. No. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Uh, then we talk about uh, a new song coming out. We talk about Patreon, which you, if you're not familiar, we have a Patreon page where there are way more episodes like this one. Just go to ojeremiahtalks.com and you can you can check out Get way more. Get an episode every week. Every and episode more every content. week. We talk about our feelings a lot because we reflect on our words for 2019, our intention for 2020, and it kind of... I would say of all the episodes we've done, this has been the most therapeutic. Really? Yeah. I think that for you? For me. Yeah. This was very, this felt like, I I joke every week that it feels like marriage therapy, but this one really felt like we got, we did some work. Yeah. I felt really bad that I didn't know your word for 2019. No, it's okay. Well, I'm glad we talked about it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we hash out a lot of things. Yeah. This... This is definitely my favorite episode we've done in a really long time. I think it's one of my favorites as well. Yeah. Okay. Happy New Year, everybody. Oh, Jeremiah talks about 2020. Everything. Okay. Everything in 2020. Sorry. <laughs> Hey everybody! What's it's up? It's already happened. It's though. already happened. Yeah, but right now today it's Wednesday, January first. Here we are in the new year, twenty twenty. Wow! It's really Monday. It's for actually Monday right it's now. It's Monday for us, but that's okay. So it's New Year's. Did your New Year's go the way that you wanted it to? Did you get your New Year's resolutions popped off? Did you get? Isn't it a thing that you get uh, kissed at New Year's? Do you think we kissed at New Year's, babe? Can you predict the future? I don't know. One time at uh, Kidoba. For Valentine's Day, they were like, you get a free entree if you kiss each other. And we, we stared at the cashier for a good 10 seconds before we considered and it. And even though we are married and... Uh, we're not affectionate. We're not... I think we are affectionate. I think we're bad at being infe- affectionate in front of other people. We're affectionate. Infectious. Yeah, I don't know. We, I, re- I can still feel how red my face turned. It was weird. It was it a felt, weird it thing. It felt weird. Like, I almost wanted to pay double just so I wouldn't have had to fill Oh, my that goodness. Way. Well, it was not because we don't love each other in a physical way. Yeah, because I do it's, love you in I a know, physical way. I know. Let's not go there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's because... 2020 is starting out saucy. St- <laughs> Sauce. Sauce. <laughs> it's because... Sauce. Stop. It's because it felt weird to be earning our food that way. I mean, I've earned food in much no. other ways. Sauce. Uh, like those gigs that we would play for three hours just for dinner. I was thinking about this guy. Do you remember? It was it was probably the first year oh, of us playing. Cotton Blues. Cotton dude. Blues, dude. He was a jerk. Yeah. 
So one time Samuel, we were playing. I'm kidding. I don't know his name. Well, one time we were playing the show, and it wasn't a show. It was like a dinner gig because that's what we did whenever we, we would always get the buttermilk chicken with okay, that's not part mashed of the potatoes story. and lima beans and a salad. Okay, for free. Okay, uh, so we were playing this show, <laughs> and we were playing outside in front of like a group of very wealthy people. It was very clear that they were. Wealthy. It felt like a reunion. It felt like a reunion. They hadn't seen each other since high school. Super dressed up. And they all did very well for themselves. And Financially, they, maybe not emotionally. Yes. I don't and, know their life. And uh, you know what? Do you want to tell the story? I like my details. Okay. They're driving me bonkers. So they were very well to do and we were playing our songs and one of them was very intoxicated and he came up in the middle of us playing and he kept saying, was I mean it's obvious that she's the talented one, right? Oh, like she's you're such a she's good. the talented one. You're like not talented, right? And I was like, okay, well that that hurts all my feelings. That's fine. He was I, a jerk, and he kept saying, and he kept telling you to to turn to your play guitar up. My my guitar, which was clearly not a guitar, it was a violin. Yeah, and he kept. Uh, we played three hours. So that's like the traditional dinner gig. It's like a three hour gig, and uh, he tried to give us five dollars in ones. To get us to play another set. But every time I picked up my violin, he would give us another dollar. Yeah. So honestly, we were so angry that at the end of it, I was like, fine, you want to play this game? Let's take all your money. And so by the end of it, I think he tipped us like $80. Yeah, he's very intoxicated. Not worth it. That was one of, that was one of the worst things we've ever done. I was so angry at him. Putting that behind us in 2020, am I right? Sure. Yeah. Did felt, you guys hear felt, that? That felt pretty good. That I was our like first on-air high, high five. I know. Do we have any other awful shows that we want to bring up? South. Are there any um, other terrible shows we need to we need to go down memory lane? How about that time we played in Memphis, don't list the venue. And, uh, I probably the, forgot it. The Mosquitoes. I think about that one a lot. Oh, that was disgusting. Yeah. Like, I went to the bathroom to change clothes and I got bit like a th- like 20 times. Yeah, like it was so hot and humid and gross outside Ugh. that th- there was a mosquito problem inside In the venue. In the building. It was very rough. I thought I was going to vomit. Very rough time. Not good times. And then I'm sure we've had some other doozies. I'm having a hard time. Oh, we've had plenty of doozies. Plenty of doozies. Maybe this decade we will leave behind bad shows. Just kidding. <laughs> Doubt it. Doubtful. Doubtful. Do you want to catch everybody up on our Oscar checklist? I would love to. Okay. What? Uh, let's do it. Top top five movies of the year for you. I but can go first change. if you need time. Well, but I know, it might but change. It, but not on New Year's Day. It won't. Okay. I don't have the order, but I do have my favorite. I'm ready. Go ahead. Um, Two Popes. What? That's number one? Stop. You don't have Baby, the order. I just you said. Just said I that, just Aaron. said. You just said. Are you even listening? Go ahead. Two Popes is in there. Okay. Two Jojo Popes. Rabbit is Wait, in there. Wait, give me a little synopsis of each one. Tell me. So Two Popes on Netflix. It's about. I don't want to give a synopsis. Well, okay. I th- we're going to do that later. You asked for my list. Okay. I'm ready for your You're list. Stressing me out. You we got it. We'll do the list and then we'll catch everyone up on what we've seen recently. Okay. Which is a lot. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Two Popes is in there. Jojo Rabbit is in there. Parasite is in there, even though it freaked me the mess out. Ooh, can I tell. Do, have we told the story about how you thought the dude from Parasite was in our closet? Again, going on the list right now. <laughs> okay. Now I lost, babe. No, no, you got it. You got two popes, JoJo. Now you're flipping me off. No, because really I'm counting sweet. down weird. Okay. Uh, so JoJo, and, and two I, popes. I've kind of blamed blanked. Parasite. Stop flipping me off, babe. I've kind of blanked. Can you go? 
So here's my list. Are your three in there? Or those some of yours too? Uh, I would say those are my three. Uh, num- I have mine in order would be... Uh, <laughs> He's going to change his mind in the middle Jojo Rabbit. No, I'm not going to change my mind on Jojo Rabbit because the only one I thought was going to change my mind was Uncut Gems and I hated it. No. Yeah. Okay. Like, I didn't and, hate it. It was just very intense. Well, I can't tell if I hated it or if I loved it. I'm like right know, in between there. I know. In That's year, why I feel like in like a week you're going to be like, oh man, I just love that movie the more I think of it. Because I, I know wish you. That, I wish that I Because I know could, you, and I know you're going to do that. I'm thinking about starting a podcast with someone that actually likes hanging out with me. Is there any way we can start that? Because I'm not feeling those vibes right That's now. That's not even true at all, Jeremiah. I'm okay, just so giving number you a little one, bit of backlash. Number one, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. I'm a hard 10 on that being I know you've said that several times, so I know that's true for okay. you. Two Popes is number two. <laughs> Parasite is number three. Mm-hmm. I really did enjoy that movie. Are you just like copying my list? Yes. My third is Violin. My fourth is I Just Got a Perm. No, that's my fifth. Babe, I can't even count. Um, okay, so why my, did you say violin? Because I'm copying you. Also, I got a perm, which you just got a perm. Okay. I thought that joke was more obvious. It, was it, it wasn't really good. That it, you, these were just like random facts, or violin was just like a statement. Sometimes you, sometimes you get off on the limb. Well, you're and joke you're like, derailed, Here I am out and on I this have, limb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like a little kitten it's, trying to crawl its way back. I feel like we're giving a lot of inside jokes on this episode. And who no, talks about kittens? You didn't even say kitten. You said kitten. Like oh, no one knows that, that means like kitten. A, okay, okay. Okay. So Jojo Rabbit, two popes, parasite, once upon a time in Hollywood. Forgot about that one, but that's probably not on my list. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Okay. And honestly, I'm surprised this one is it. But the Irishman. Oh, the Irishman was very good. This is so good, and we had such a hard time. Wait, how about Joker though? Nah. I, I don't think I... Oh, it, it could be like Parasite point. for you, for me, though, because Parasite Joker messed, messed me, up. me up. Parasite messed me up a ton, but I still really value what it taught me. Yeah. No, I think... Mm, that's a great point. Actually, I'm going to bump Irishman down yeah. and put Joker in its place. I, I think that's a good call. I know. I haven't seen... Update. I haven't seen Joker yet, but I still want to see it in 20-minute increments. Yeah. Because that's During how I the day, probably handle it. With me holding your hand with my and whispering compliments to you. Cool. With my sensitivities, you have to admit that I have been like knocking this out. When we saw Parasite. I set out for a goal. Aaron, the night we saw Parasite, Aaron woke up at 3 a.m. She was convinced that the dad from the movie was in our closet. I wasn't that convinced. I just checked all the closets. Oh, so you just woke up for fun? (laughs) (laughs) You were very worked up. And we also have a noodles camera. It is a security camera that my mom got us Mm, when we started touring. I'm getting scared again. (laughs) It's a security camera that my mom got when we first got started going on tour and we thought it was the dumbest thing mm-hmm. and not that my mom is it's just my mom was being super protective and we were like mom come on get out of my face what are you talking mm-hmm. about whatever and then we got noodles and we we're like oh, noodles cam I know I think so we hooked up the the yeah. camera and there's a little blue light on the blinded by the you know that song and then we had the camera's <laughs> blue light on and, and I, every night I'm like, turn it off. You every night off. you think it's the the characters from so Parasite coming through the camera. No, I don't. But now I do. <laughs> I unplug it every night because the blue light is a little bit too much for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we have been knocking out. We saw Uncut Gems. Music just was so, so distracting. And I know it was supposed to keep the momentum going. But it was this weird, synthy, Stranger Things vibe. Mm-hmm. But... Movies like that really freak me out because I'm like, people like that really exist. Like the same thing with Irishman and the the same thing with, um, oh, so many of these are based off of real things. 
What was the other? But then you have a movie like Two Popes that's just the, so nice and oh, warm so and good. wonderful. The storyline of Uncut Gems I was incredibly impressed with because I thought that they, the way that they wrote out the script was really well done. And I was also very impressed with the lead. Would you call Julia the lead actress? Yeah. I would say she was, I mean, Adam Sandler was the whole movie. He was in every scene. Of course. I think Julia would be supporting actress. But who was the lead? Adam. Actress. Yeah, I don't think, I think Julia, Julia was at like the most supporting. We've still got to see Bombshell. Got to see Bombshell. We've got to see Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. Richard Jewell. uh, The Farewell. Oh, I really want to see The Farewell. I think that's on Netflix. I think we can see that. Uh, And another one that we have to see that I don't want to see is The Lighthouse. Mm. Because I hear there's like a lot of like I don't really want to see 1917, but I bet it's going to be good. You don't want to see that? That's my most anticipated of the year. War movies are very sad for me. Well, I feel like war movies are all kind of the same. And all the reviews of this movie are it's like finally a different war movie. So I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. I was hoping we were going to get to see it tomorrow. But it's not out yet. It's not out yet. What can we still go to a movie tomorrow? Do you want to? If there's something out, I guess I gotta see. You gotta see it. We can see Richard Jewell. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't want to see that one, but I've heard it's really good. Yeah, no. Um, Clint Eastwood is ninety. Could you imagine us being ninety and still playing music? No, I'm definitely gonna be done by then. <laughs> what are you gonna be doing at ninety? Just so we're clear, um, I'm gonna have a Reddit account. By the time I'm 90, okay. because Reddit, Reddit will still be, be popular. Yeah, yeah. Hush. And I am just going to um, have an opinion about everything. Mm. What if and you I'm were 90 gonna, now? What would you be doing? Like, don't worry about what I'm technology have, is doing. If I was 90 now, yeah, I would have a Reddit account. Okay. And <laughs> you don't. You could have one now. I don't want one. Uh, okay. Until I'm 90. Okay. Sounds great. That's what I'm getting and, for your um, 90th birthday. A free my name Reddit is account. actually going to be Gertrude. Gertrude. Noodles. Gertrude Noodles. And I'm going to just light it up. I love that. I'm going to start yeah, a lot of that. problems. Yeah. No, no. Start a lot of conspiracies. And then hopefully die soon after that. Mm-hmm. When I'm 90, I will have been dead for seven years. So I'm only making it to 83. Why? That's fast math. Why? I don't know. I haven't decided yet Babe. how I'm going to go. No, I do. we're dying at the same time. Okay. It's going to be one of those things where I say on the count of three, your heart's going to get out, give out. It's going to get out of your mouth. That's, it's going it to crawl works. out. That still works. Get out. Give out. Either way, you're dead. Oh, if we've got to see that movie, out. Us. I was thinking, because Get Out. Movies. Huh? I hate horror no, movies. No, no, but the director of Get Out did that one, right? I know. The I'm not kidding, because I have that Letterbox app that keeps track of all your movies. I literally just scrolled past the uh, image of that and freaked out. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm just not good with horror. Here's movies. what I'll do because this for any listeners out there that have a hard time with scary movies. What you do is you wait until it's been out for a little bit. Someone will be on YouTube, Gertrude Noodles, <laughs> and they will be explaining all of the weird plot twists or all of the scary moments. And you watch that explanation so that whenever you actually watch it, it's not going to be as scary. You're just going to be taking inventory of facts and experiences, and you just boom and boom, you just get it done. And you, whenever we watched, uh... get it out. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, my, was, my face got... I was, was excited. It was the authority in which you Get said, it out. Get it out. Get it out. No, so whenever when we, we saw watch, Get It when Out... When we watched Get It Out... <laughs> in the theater, I was you, prepared. You, I was like, wow, Aaron is handling this so well. It's because I knew everything that was going to happen. Get it out. 
Get it out. Get it out. So the first jumpy scene of that movie is a deer comes out in the road. And they, and they almost hit it. Can't do it. And I literally like just blinked and I was like, there it is. There's the deer. I knew that was coming. I was so, that, that was a, so ready for that, that was movie. a genius idea for me because I know You're it spoils a lot, but whenever Get Out was such a good movie and I know Us is going to be equally as good. Oh, we got to see Harriet too. Okay. Harriet as well. Not Harriet too. I don't think there's been a Harriet one. What's Harriet? Oh, that's the, uh, is that the Janelle Monet movie? Forgot. I think that's a Janelle Monáe movie. Am I wrong? Hang on. Don't I'll look, look it up. Oh. I got to look it up. Well, we have to be factual. And there's someone listening to this that's like, duh, it's obviously this. Harriet. Movie. There's also another, um, where'd you go, Bernadette? There's yep. a chance that she'd yep, be Yep, Janelle Monáe. Nailed it. She's the lead? Uh, I, I, she's at least on the poster. There's a chance Kate Bonchette's going to be nominated for Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Oh, we have to see Pain and Glory. Pain and Glory. Antonio Banderas. Mm -hmm. He's so good. And it's hard because every time I see him, I'm like, oh, that's Kuss in Boots. That's Puss in Boots. And it's like, he's so much more than that. He's so good. And what's the other one that's like, there's some that are just like possibilities for... Yeah. Nominations. So I kind of want to wait because we've been spending a lot of money at the money at the movies. And I'm kind of over, like, we spend so much money. Yeah, no. We saw Little Women last week. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I like it was. It didn't like knock my socks off. Yeah. But it's hard because like this is like the time of the year where movies knock your socks off. Can I tell you some an unpopular opinion about that movie? You're. I know exactly what you're gonna say, but I want you. I want you to say it so they'll be mad at you and not me. Okay. Uh, let me say some positives though, because okay. I think that's important. Okay. It was absolutely beautiful. I thought it was shot beautifully, and I thought the costume design was insane. Soundtrack was great. Soundtrack was amazing. I think costume design could win. I don't know. Sorice Ronan, or however you say her name. Freaking knocked it out of the park. She did 10 out of 10. Amy, who was Amy? I can't remember her name. I think she's Australian. I loved Amy. And I loved uh, Laurie. Which one's Laura? Oh, yes. Amy. Timothy Charlemagne or whatever his name is. Yeah, how young is he? He's 24. I just saw a post about him turning 24. He looks so young. He's a very handsome fella. Mm-hmm. I think he is, uh, he's going to be okay. I yeah. think he's going to. Laurie, Amy, and Joe, I love them. As a whole, I did not, the, aside from those three people, I did not care for the acting at all. Like, oh, the acting just felt so cheeseball to me. I think it's and I pretty- and I didn't feel a ton. It felt, and I understand that it's a remake, but make me make me feel like it's not a remake. Make me feel like this is like, I mean, yes, there were some fresh takes on some stuff, and it was very more amazing like, stuff with the timeline. Yes, that kept the momentum going. Yeah, it was way more feminist forward. I get it. There's a lot of cool new things that they did, but like I just, oh, I was just so unimpressed with a lot of the acting. I don't know. Here's my unpopular opinion. I don't know if Emma Watson is a great actor. Can I tell you? Actually, I don't know because I didn't grow up watching Harry Potter. See, I thought I she grew was... up watching her, but she was my age. Yeah. And like, and she was, if you're in Harry Potter and you're terrible, I'm still going to love it. Yeah. Well, here's, this is so bad. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know the craft of acting. Obviously, this is a hot take. I love Laura Dern. I did not like her as Marmy. I, th- I did not think she did a good job of that. I I think I like Emma Watson. I actually don't I don't see her act very often or I've ne- I haven't seen her act very often. I didn't think she was a good 
Meg. Like, I, I didn't think she was cast well. The casting choices were off on some people, but then some, but the others just, like, freaking knocked it out of the park. Like, I remember whenever I saw the, the poster for the movie and saw that Emma was not Meg. Joe, she was Meg. Meg, the older I sister. I remember thinking, why isn't Emma Joe? And then, like, when you watch the movie, you're like, oh, duh, because who could play that Joe better than her? Her character just seems so, like, Meg just seems so... I just couldn't figure out the accents in the dumb. movie. I just couldn't figure out the accents. Like, I feel like no one yeah. would commit to what I, how they were going to sound. Emma Watson looked like Belle again to me. Yeah. Like, I couldn't, like, I, I could not decipher her. As, she just looked so different well, than the rest you, of them. Could you imagine learning how to do the thing you're going to do for the rest of your life in front of the entire world? Mm -hmm. Like, you walk in to one of the biggest franchises on planet Earth. Oh, I know. And, I know. And, I'm not... No, no, and I'm not knocking Emma Watson. I just think, like, I don't know if we're ever going to see her in something and not go, Hermione. I know. She's also, like, so beautiful. She was, this sounds crazy. She was almost, like, too beautiful for the part. Hmm. She looked too perfect. Yeah, I don't know. I know that sounds crazy. She just didn't, they, the sisters just didn't look related to me. Yeah, and I mean, you're not going to get that. That's going to be hard to do. Yeah. I, the dad was cool. I, what's his name? Oh, my gosh. Why am I blanking? Uh, he was supposed to be Michael Scott. He's better call Saul. What's his name? And oh, as soon yeah. as I see it, it's uh, going to drop me Michael. Uh, I'm, this is going to be a new thing that I do. I'm going to fact check myself mid-podcast. Paul. Brian. Call Saul. Everett. I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you hate me. I know. I hate when you do this. I know. I have to, though. Uh, Bob Odenkirk. I'm so glad I looked Bob at Bob Odenkirk? Bob Odenkirk. Okay, he was Everyone great. Everyone just took a big exhale. Laura Dern, I loved her in Marriage Story. I thought she was amazing. She was probably the most impressive, like, surprise of Marriage Story. Yeah, same. She, um, but for some reason, her as Marmy, I just was not, I was not feeling it. Um, of course, of course, Meryl Streep did an amazing job. She's awesome. Um, anyways, yeah, I can stop with my hot takes of that. I feel like I'm being, I don't, I hate bashing on stuff and I just did that. Well, also we, but I celebrated some of it. We left the movie and we were like, wow, that was really yeah. great. And it's cool. like, I love that it was PG so that you can take the nude set of generation to it and yeah. like introduce them to little women. Well, also I think my, my big takeaway with uncut gems is even though I feel like right now in this moment, I did not like it as like if, if I had to pick yes or no. But I've thought about it more than any other movie. Like, I've thought about it more than Jojo Rabbit. That's how Parasite was for me. I've thought about it more than The Irishman. Yeah. The only movie that I thought about more was The Joker. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, I guess it doesn't like matter what whether... Are some you... of them are surpass whether or not you like them or don't like them. They, they have, like, yeah. a bigger, a higher, like, caliber of what mm -hmm. successful is for the movie. Would Star Wars be nominated for visual effects or sound effects? Yep. Okay, so even though it's... Really? Okay. I get can, confused can I talk about, about what Wars? can Can be... I talk about Star Wars? Ooh. I need to talk about Star Wars because I've had some realizations. So I feel like in the last two years since The Last Jedi came out... Do you want to tell everyone what you did? No. Fine. Okay. No names. Let's, I know, let's just Let's just... You just partake it. I... Oh partaken i loved the last jedi i, know. I love the last jedi I and i will say that i love the last jedi so much it made me a star wars fan because i had seen all of them for sure and i was like yeah these are fine it's like the avengers i don't really care about the avengers and it's like i don't know but imagine if spider-man came out and said hey 
you think you know what Spider-Man is, but Spider-Man could be something so much bigger. Yeah, you loved what the character development that happened with The Last Jedi. I love The Last Jedi. I saw The Last Jedi in theaters three times and could not get enough of it. The second oh my it, word, you did? The second it came out on Netflix, I watched it. Like, the day it came out. I loved The Last Jedi. Okay, continue. I go into uh, Rise of Skywalker, and it's like every other Star Wars movie. So I was, I, I was not pleased with the outcome of it but you didn't super care for it you thought yeah i mean i left the theater and everyone was like yeah this that was really that was great so fun and i'm the, i was like the debbie downer that was like but the last jedi someone on facebook do you think you like being different i mean i think i like being different but i also really like to like star wars like i wanted to like star wars there's no part of you that's driven by having a different opinion i don't think so i mean maybe yeah i mean but I prom this instance is not the case. On such a after hot we button, left, though. after we left Uncut Gems, everybody was like, "Wow, that was not what we wanted it to be." I'm not. I'm not saying that that's bad necessarily. No. I just like your your opinion of Star Wars is definitely a lot different than most. Well, I feel like so. Here's my. And I think it's because you love Ryan Johnson. So I much. love Ryan Johnson. Like, He's my so favorite director. I, every move, every time he releases a movie, he he has me so roped in. He could release a novella or a like, That's what I'm saying. I, reality I think you, TV and I'll be there. Do you think had, I think the part of the romance for you is that of The Last Jedi is that he directed it. I think that, well, I honestly think that's the movie that made me fall in love with him. Because when I saw The Last Jedi, I was like, oh dude, this is the same guy that did Brick. And Brick is one of my favorite movies. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And that's whenever I learned who he was. And I went to see it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Do I love this man? Like, do I wish he was my dad? Yeah. You yeah. Okay. So, go ahead. anyway. I don't... I'm a big advocate of don't ever argue with someone on Facebook. Because it does not do you any good. No one has ever changed their minds from a Facebook comment section. No one. Yeah. And I'm a big advocate for that. And I'm also a big advocate <clears throat> of if someone likes something, just let them like it. And you don't have to argue about it. Like, yeah. just like let them like the thing they like, whatever. Yeah. But I was feeling it was the day I saw Star Wars, the rise of Skywalker. And I was so underwhelmed with, it just wasn't the thing I wanted. It was what the thing that all the Star Wars fans wanted. And you I thought they were going to take it in the direction that the last Jedi was headed. Yeah. Right. And to me, my argument for the last Jedi was it's the middle of the story. Wait and see how we wrap this thing up before you get mad at it. Because yeah. it could it could go somewhere really cool because Ryan Johnson set it up this way. And then in the, last, in the Rise of Skywalker, they took all these right turns to get out of the hole that Ryan Johnson dug. Anyway, a friend of mine on Facebook started an argument saying that the he loves all the Star Wars movies, all eight of them, excluding The Last Jedi. And I made the mistake of taking the bait. I know. And I just, it was like a delicious cake of bait that I wanted. And I think people are used to me being bubbly and giggly mm -hmm. and silly. Yeah. That whenever I argue in the least bit, yeah. I come off very intensely just because it's not, it doesn't align with how people I think perceive that, me. That's really good insight. I think that's so true because there have been, you have partaken in three Facebook debates. Mm-hmm. And only all, one of them, I was like, "Hey, I want, I want his." He neck. went out. There's yeah. something. Oh my god. Yeah, he that dude made me so mad. I was like, I want his account yeah. to know that I'm this. I want his computer to be hot because of my temperature. I've almost participated once. Yeah. And they were, you know, what they said no. They were like, um. He was eating out at a restaurant, and it, this goes back to our story earlier, and he said, 
why are these so-called musicians um, yelling while I'm trying to have good conversation with my friends over dinner? Mm. And I was like, oh, my word. I was like, and he was a classically trained singer. And so he was probably mad that they were singing without being trained. And he was like making fun of them for playing this restaurant gig. And I almost was like, you know what? You can teach choir, but let us perform. Yeah, that's fair. And I almost also, said that's that. that's someone's job, dude. I almost said that. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't going to go very well. Um, no. But anyway, I was even in choir with him at one point. Well, no, he was a grad student whenever I was in undergrad. But like we worked together, like we've collaborated before in school. You yeah. know what I mean? So like he didn't. And honestly, it was ignorance. He didn't know he was talking down to some of his peers. Had he known, I think he probably would have felt bad because that's what our living was from for the yeah. first few years of our career. Because Just that's playing in restaurants, the only people that take you. Yeah. Anyways, that's the only only time I've ever commented on and got in an argument on Facebook. Well, I was, I legitimately typed out my response because, yeah. and it's so silly. Like, the, the rise of Skywalker came out the same day Trump was impeached, and no one's talking about that. We're only talking about Skywalker. I don't understand why I care so much about Star Wars, but I typed out a very eloquent response, and I got a very uh, "you don't, you shouldn't be attacking me" thing. Yeah. And I read my thing, and I was like, I don't think I'm attacking. Yeah, it was just like a very. Um, I kind of felt like you were a little. But I think it's. Be, I it's think it's because you can't read tone. You can't read tone, and sometimes I feel like my personality, I am the clown at the birthday party in the Happy Now video, and if I'm anything else than that, like, I operate between 90 and 100% on a jolly scale from a day to day, and if I dip down below that 90% at all, the first question everyone asks me is, hey, what's wrong? Uh-huh. Like, I melancholy is yeah. something I cannot wear at all, yeah. because it does not align with people's perspective of me, Yeah. and... All I wanted to say, because the person was saying that Last Jedi was not a good Star Wars movie, and my argument was, how can it not be? It made me a Star Wars fan. Yeah. And, like, now I love all the Star Wars movies. I mean, except Last Jedi, or Rise of Skywalker, because it didn't do what I wanted it to do, but whatever. So, <laughs> anyway, I end up on the phone with the guy, like, apologizing for coming off incorrectly and having this argument about star wars and like all this other stuff but i you handled it so well i well, i love the dude now listen, that's the thing that's I so weird you don't know him super well but you care for him i know yeah and like but i totally disagree with partaking in facebook arguments because like you said it goes nowhere you can't no one's out there to change someone's mind. They're out there to be ugly because you don't want to have the conversation face-to-face. -face. Right. And I know you would have had the conversation face-to-face -face had he lived closer. I understand that. But, like, all that aside, I really valued the way you handled it. You were just like, there's no reason for us to have bad blood with each other. I need to get this guy on the phone. We need to have, like, human voices talking and everything is fine. Like, it doesn't matter if you have different opinions about things. Well, I, And over Star Wars, this isn't even, like, a political thing. No, sure. You know? But the... Like, I, I have things that I will argue and I will yeah. get upset. Because I do... I, I can get very angry. Do you think Oscar season is, is making us salty? No. I, I legitimately think it's because... I I love The Last Jedi so much. It, it invited me into a franchise that the whole world had before me. And it's split right down the middle. There are people that love Last Jedi and don't like 
Rise of Skywalker, and then there's the opposite yeah. faction. There's right? also some people like you that hadn't had it until later. Yeah, and I feel like that's what I loved about it. I was like, oh, this is my star. I get mm-hmm. this Star Wars. Like, this is how Star Wars is for people my age. Did you notice when we went in, there was a three-generation group? It was a, it was very clear. It was like a boy that was around 10, mm-hmm. his dad, and then obviously that dad's dad, yeah. which was like a three-generations coming to the theater and I was like oh that's so cool like they're making history for their family yeah and that's what I yeah. that's what I loved I loved that the last year I set up a world where anyone could be yeah a Jedi and that yeah we had this whole new like I was like oh Star Wars is going to be around forever yeah. and then there was so much backlash I'm like oh they're not going to make any more after this because we did de- Star Wars fans Do don't think- deserve 11 movies or whatever well because I know like so that 10 year old boy like in 20 years he's going to be able to tell his friends I actually saw that when it came out yeah um, because that's a big deal. It might be, but do you really think that it's over? No, I don't. Yeah, I think here's my final take. I'm really glad the Skywalker Skywalker saga is over, because now whatever comes next can exist all on its own. On its own, yeah. Because Ryan Johnson needs his tri- needs a trilogy that has no expectations behind it. Because had he not had the expectations, no one could argue that that movie was great. Why did he not get this one? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why J.J. I mean, Abrams just didn't do all three of them. Yeah. Because he did he did seven and nine. Why didn't he just do seven, eight, nine? Yeah, I don't understand how the politics of that works. I yeah. mean, obviously, but... But all that to say, the moral of that story is uh, I got into an argument with someone I like and admire yeah. over Facebook. And I don't think the issue with Star Wars it was the fact that it was over Facebook, stupidly. I will yeah. say one time I got into an argument with some of the person I was talking about earlier, and that was, to me... Like, I'm glad that was over Facebook because had he said that to me in person, it would have gotten out of hand. Mm. Whenever he said uh, the average American woman is fat. And I was like, no, no. He was putting numbers out there. And he put numbers and he was like attacking people. Like basically, if you're above this weight, then you're fat and you're overweight. And I just just couldn't let that go. Like that ruined my afternoon. I remember that. I know. Okay. Um, wait, let's, can we talk, do you want to talk about New Year's? That's exactly what I was about to say. Because Are here, we soulmates? Put your hand in yeah. my hand. I love you. Remember when we fought a bunch? Actually, when was wasn't that? fighting. Was that like 2016? <laughs> God, that's so far in the past. What? Okay. So here's the thing. A lot of people do like a year. Mm-hmm. What? A word for a year. And this is the first year I've ever done that. Oh, which, okay. So my word for the year was confidence. Wait. Is this a 2019 recap or a 2020 looking forward? Recap into looking forward. I love forward. that. I love that. Keep so going. my 2019 word, um, me and a couple of my girlfriends decided to pick a word for like for the year. And at the beginning of 2019, it was just so obvious that my word was confidence. Mm-hmm. And that is not my natural bend as a person to have confidence in anything that I do. But there are a few things that I'm pretty certain that I'm confident in. And if I'm being totally honest, there's a type of confidence within certain people. I would say it's mostly women that uh, really rubs me the wrong way. Hmm. And so whenever I realized that my word was confidence, I was really scared of becoming that person that I didn't really like. Oh, that's interesting. And I know that's really unfair to say. and And I know it's like there's a confidence in some women that make me really insecure. And it's not that it's a bad confidence. It just has been what I view as bad confidence. Yeah. And it's just not true. Um, so anyways, but I would, I would say 
I, I wasn't expecting to be like entering 2020 of like this new confident person. I just wanted to like notice it in myself this year. And I would say that you found it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know that's how you were going to end that statement, but that's how I perceive like, oh, then, yeah. then her word was was seen like. Yeah, I think it's the most confident I've been in a while. Hmm. And I think a huge part of that practice for me was um, letting go of things that happen in that if I do something that I think is a little bit dumb, I overthink it less. Yeah. And I let go of it way quicker. I have almost a shield for that now because I live in the past a lot. Because I know I know you, and mm-hmm. I know that had this been a year ago, you would make me edit out all the stuff you said about Little Women. Yeah, I thought about it, and then I was like, no, it's dumb. Um, <laughs> yeah, like we had a, our annual Christmas party this year, and I regretted how I behaved at the end of it. And used to, I would still be dwelling on that. Hmm. But after a good, this one actually did affect me pretty bad. But after a good day of hashing it out, I was like, you need to just let it go. Yeah. And I did. That's great. I did. Um, but looking forward, I don't know. I'll go and tell you what it is for this year. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I have a word for this coming year. Maybe I will. Maybe it'll show up. I think sometimes it just kind of shows up. Um, but I do know that what I would like to work on personally, it kind of goes along with kind of letting things go and that I want to assume the best of my people. I love that. Because... It's not like I'm out to get everyone, but oftentimes I take things so personally. And if someone says something that feels offhand to me, I will nitpick it. I will talk about it with a close friend or you to the point of can to the point of believing that they are bad. Right. Bad to me. And that's just so unhealthy to do. And I don't want to keep thinking that about people that I love yeah no no I love that. I want to be better about one a hard thing I think harder than just uh assuming the best is going to be just to asking just asking for clarity that's great if there's something that feels icky to me the quicker the better I'm going to be like wait wait what did you mean by that can you say that again yeah Um, because I would say 90% of the time, no one's trying to hurt you. No, I know. And so lately, and if they are, it's their own issue. They've, they've got something they have to deal with. And if, and I need to just accept that everyone's going through so much stuff. It's just so true. It's, it's so hard. So like something that I've been better about this year in line of like achieving like more confidence is that whenever people say something that kind of rubs me the wrong. I'll, I'll give an example. Someone that I love and know dearly, it's a family member, has said in recent years, like, oh, that was back whenever you weren't cool. Or they've said, uh, oh, yeah, like in referencing like five years ago, they're just like, oh, the, yeah, that's that's back before you were cool, though. And that really offended me because yeah. like, even if I, even if, I wasn't cool or whatever, like that. I don't like to hurt past Aaron. Like that's Oh, interesting. Sometimes I think I care about past Aaron more than I do present. Hmm. And I take out, I I take up for her a lot. (laughs) So, but that's just beside the fact, but the confidence part of it was that I didn't just let that comment slide and nitpick it. Right. I was like, Hey, actually like 
I really respected who I was back then because I was really trying to figure it all out. I'm still trying to figure it all out. And I think I was there and I think Mm -hmm. that person was like, no, 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 I know. Yeah. And then it was just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. So like maybe... The intentions were not bad, but I also wanted to be clear because that's not a nice thing to say. No, sure. And you know me, I put my foot in my mouth all the time. And it's just because like, I'm not thinking whenever, like, I talk my thoughts before I think my thoughts. Oh, and I think this person does too. Yeah. And I'm so intentional with my words that whenever people are verbal processors, I judge it so heavily, but there's no need for that. No, sure. You know, I need to give people more grace in that area. And so... Um, so my theme for 2020 is to assume the best. I love that. Mm-hmm. I would say in the opposite way, I'm worried about future J and <laughs> not past J, oh, which so is different. We're so different. So my word for, there's only a little bit and it's like room temperature. Can I have the you, rest of it? You can have the rest of my okay. Topo Chico. This is not an ad, but it should be. Okay. So 2019 J, that's Jeremiah, short for Jeremiah. <laughs> um, my word was follow through. Wait, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, we've talked about that. I'm glad 2019's word wasn't listening. <laughs> oh, why'd you leave the room? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Follow through is two words. Nuh-uh. Not if you put a dash in between them. And Got I put him. a dash in between them. Got him. So mine was follow through. And in that, I wanted to give up making a second album so many times. We had so many things like not go our way. And then just pushing a little bit further. They you kinda, really think you would have given up? I think I, I do. I think I would have gone, you know what? We're just going to release singles and do another oh, I EP. I don't think that at all. Well, I mean, no. I wouldn't have let that happen. Well, it's that's why my word was follow through. It's like, believe in the thing you're doing, even though it sucks right now. Like, finish the song, even though it sucks at first. Like, how else would you know? Our most popular songs sucked when they started. Even If It Kills Me was a song about a hitchhiker. Like... <laughs> Uh, Happy Now was a jazz song when it first started. Like you, you can't know. And you, you and I always have this conversation when I show you a new song. You're like, yeah, I don't like it yet, but like you should keep going. Like you don't even yeah. know what it is yet. Yeah. So you'll I be fall- like, dun, 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 dun. is that even worth finishing? Yeah. And I'm like, babe, just that yeah, was you're like, like you, ten seconds. That's like five things or like, like two seconds. So my word in 2019 was follow through. I feel like 2019 I grew a lot more in. Showing up, doing the work, just because I'm not, ex- and even in spite of the fact that I'm not excited about it, mm-hmm. because I would get discouraged and be like, you know what, I don't, even, I don't even need to do this anymore. But what are things that you followed through in? Our album. The album. I know that's a big. Uh, one. The lies of video, because Grayson was, Grayson, the guy that shoots all of our videos with us, was way more. Uh, he was way busier on this one. So mm-hmm. I had to do a lot more of the lifting on this one. Yeah. And that's not a slide at Grayson. Grayson is one of my favorite collaborators. And I will, I hopefully I will be working with him until I'm 90. But it was just... Uh, 83. <laughs> well, no, he's going to be my caretaker or my crypt. You said you'd die seven years before 90. No, no, no. He's going to keep me in his living room. That was a great throwback. Don't that even, was let a me great, have I'm that. sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I was trying to yes and you and it didn't work. Um, so... Mm. It wasn't his fault, but I, I had to like do a lot of research on how to like write a script and stuff. And, and you did it. 
and I did it and yeah. I'm really proud of it. Like I'm really proud of what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, you stuck with your side jobs when they were hard. I stuck with my side stuff when it was hard. I stuck. Um, it's just, it's just, you know, life you is. Stuck, you stuck with some friends when it was hard, which I'm really proud of. That's you for that. the, that's the big one. We've had really 2019 was the year of tough relationships. Really hard. But being you, in a, being friends in your adult yeah. hood is a tough thing to. My friend Amanda is hosting, you know how she has wine and conversations mm-hmm. for some of the women of our friend group. Mm-hmm. she is hosting a wine and conversations at the end of january and it the subject it's usually a hot topic like p- pretty hot topics but this one is adult friendships yeah so what it takes ha- how it is yeah and i would say every single one of them i've come out on the other side and i'm still friends with those people yeah you've you did so good with that so yeah, much our, follow, follow our closest through. our closest friend groups we're all like, hey, we got to like sit down and hash this out. And some of them would take like three hours. Yep. And it was, it's that same thing where I felt like I was misunderstood because everyone wants me to be this happy, jolly person. But the moment I start feeling sad things or start feeling anything other than that, it's like, what's he doing? That was your perspective on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's true or not, but. Right. That was how you felt though. And that yeah. sucks. So that was 2019. I'm really, so now at the other side of it, I have an album that I'm so proud of. Mm-hmm. I have. You listen uh, to it all the time. I listen to it today from start to finish. You did? When? I did. In when? the gym. When? In the gym. In the gym. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have a video that I think is going to be really sweet. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really fun thing. It's going to come out on Valentine's Day. Confidence from me. Confidence from you, my girl. And then I have friendships that I think will last me forever. Are you getting choked up? No. Oh, me neither. Yeah. So t- <laughs> my word for 2020 is going to You have to be- one? Yep. Have you? When did you think about it? Before this podcast? No, today. Just did- during this podcast. Uh, what? Okay. Uh, my my word for 2020 is going to be explore. Mm. In that I'm going to... That's scary for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I sold the house. No, I don't know. We, we don't, don't have I know, a house. I know it can't be a joke. I'm not doing great. Maybe my uh, word this year should be funny. And I should learn how to be. Or truthful. That stings. Okay. <laughs> No, explore uh, in that. Oh. I want to chase after those things. No, no. Here's what it is. <laughs> I spend so much time watching Frasier reruns and watching Office reruns. And I sit daydreaming about what I could be doing in a cooler way. You want to explore something new? I want to ex- not even explore something new, but explore myself. Hmm. I want to explore my writing. I want to explore... But yeah, something new. Like me and Grayson are talking about working on something not OGMI related. Yeah. Like working on something like a bigger <clears throat> project that could be like me stretching another muscle. And you're also doing that Spartan race, which feels very I'm doing a Spartan race. Yeah. yeah. Like I want to explore just life a little bit better. I feel like one of the realizations I had this year is that I struggle really badly. Man, this is a the most therapy episode we've had in forever. Sure. Uh I want to live my life right now instead of pretending like my life can start when we've achieved a certain level of success mm-hmm. instead of always being like, oh, the second we get that many streams or the second that we get to open for that tour, like that's whenever real Jeremiah gets to exist. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm ever going to feel like I arrive, but I want to live right this second and I think explore is the word for that. Yeah. Because I don't think any of us f- like had the the dream or the passion or whatever 
for the end result. We had it for the curiosity of starting it. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I learned how to play a G chord, I remember where I was sitting and I was like, oh my gosh, what else lies in this Pandora's box? Because it may not go anywhere. It may not. From here and we have to be okay with that. And I want to and I want to just spend less time wallowing in 90 sitcom reruns and like just enjoy my I want to read more books. I want to I want to write more songs. I want to write the screenplay. I want to write all these things because I have the time. I just have to to feed myself in a more nurturing way than what I was doing. Yeah. So 2020 is that. So to wrap up Let's say what 2020 has in store for OJ. I feel like that's a pretty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So our first single mm-hmm. from Joy, well, I guess our second because my baby Jimmy and me, but our first single starting the album cycle is going to be on January 31st. Okay. Yep. And then that the train is a moving. Yeah. So 2020 is going to be the year of joy. Video Monger. probably coming out. Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day, so two weeks after that. Did we submit the song yet? I did. Oh, babe, I'm really proud of you. That's called Follow Through. <gasps> Look it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're going to start touring again. We've got some Texas shows coming up in February. Yeah. Man, I had something to say, but it lost left me. Can we, you did, tell? we did the work this episode, babe. No, no. We were talking about the podcast being like therapeutic or something. I, yeah, I was just making sure we covered enough of like getting into the new year of what it feels like. We started this podcast. Oh, duh. I was going to talk about Patreon. Okay. When is a good time for that? Uh, Now? (laughs) I mean, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I just, we, on, this is a public episode and we say that, which you're, maybe if you only listen to our public, you're, you're like, well, duh, every episode is public, but that's not really true. We do a podcast every single week for our Patreon listeners Mm -hmm. and Good grief. We are just really thankful for our Patreon people because they help us keep showing up every week to to do this. I would say Patreon is the, if you've ever wondered how can I help this band pursue their dream, Yeah, Patreon would be the number one way. Yeah. It, like $5 a month gets you an episode every week and extra content from us. Um, for example, the well, the $10 a month, or who has this right now? They're, our Patreon followers already have... One of our new singles. That's the t- that's the super fan. That's the super $10 fan. Month. The ten dollar month. Have they the already have single. our new single. They have our album art. They have all of our photos that we took recently. They have covers. Like they're like it. It's just our thank you for like supporting us. And that's yeah. Go to Patreon and search Ojeremiah talk or no, just Ojeremiah mm-hmm. and. Um, we would just be forever grateful if you want more of content like this. Like sometimes we'll do like a random podcast about stuff. We're keeping up with Oscar buzz really intently. So mm-hmm. follow that. I would say the podcast is the thing I'm most thankful for in 2019. Uh, that is something that you followed through with. Yeah. You wanted to give up. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to my boy Christian for helping me find the legs. For you this wanted thing. to give up, but like, uh, I was like, no, babe, this is so important. Well, we need it started, to, and I love it. It started, I think Christian comes up on this podcast like all the time because he's the, he's kind of the founder of it in his own weird way. But yeah, uh, we were in our apartment and we were trying to figure out like what made sense for us to do, to like explore and to offer people something other than just our songs. Right. Because vlogs were working out, but they take too much time. Too much time and, and I have to shower too much them. gear. And it's like, <laughs> and you have, you, you don't like, 
filming it filming takes away no no i know what it is filming is performing this isn't performing right this is what my favorite compliment about the podcast that i get and i get this all the time for people that listen to the podcast is i love getting to hear aaron on the podcast really yes and probably every time we release a public episode i get new people uh reaching out to me about you specifically and um. I think the reason why is because when we're on stage and it's funny because like while you were talking about uh, confidence in 2019, I was thinking, I bet no one comes to our shows and goes, I just wish she would be confident except those soccer moms that are annoying. Right. But like people that know you and know and like know our songs and know where we come from would never think that you're not confident. They would just think that you're quiet or that I'm just too loud to give you a chance to talk. Yeah. But really what it is is when it comes to being in front of people, like you have a hard time being seen. Mm-hmm. This is legitimately letting friends come into our apartment and have a really good conversation with us and just like letting us talk. Yeah. And I think in that way, this podcast has been so life-giving and yeah. I'm really excited about seeing where it's going to go in 2020. March 1st will be a year of the podcast. We got to do a celebratory podcast birthday. I love that. Me too. And if you have any guests or some something that you want us to get, we would try to get them on here. Uh, we don't do guests a ton, but because this is this is really marriage therapy, mm-hmm. if we're honest. Like I think this is a really good. It's always great for us to sit down and just talk about our feelings. Yeah. So, noodles. What's your Love resolution? You. <laughs> Nothing. Do you want to talk about what you're super into this week? We can. Why do you look at me like that? Because I'm looking at the you're time, like, and we're about to. I can do it quickly. I just finished the book, um, Little Fires Everywhere. You read that so fast. Celeste. It's like NG. NG, yeah. yeah. I, was, I don't know how to say that. Yeah. Um, so good. Just about you loved um, it. class differences. Uh, what money can get you, what it can't get you. Hmm. Um, it was really beautiful explaining what it was like to be like a parent. And yeah, I'd while you're if you don't mind while you're talking about your what you're into i'm going to read a little snippet that's really beautiful yeah i'm gonna go grab it cool go ahead yeah the thing i'm super into this week angela's ashes is a i mean everyone's heard of this book it's an irish uh autobiography by frank mccourt and it is an incredible like the first time i read it so i tried to read it years ago but i could not get through it because it's so sad like I'm t- we're talking like death, starvation. Like, I mean, it's like comical how sad the book is. And whenever we were over at, at Christmas in Alabama for the holidays, I was talking to Aaron's sister, Alex, and she said, oh, you should read Angela's Ashes. It's so funny. And I was like, that can't be the same book you're talking about. And she goes, no, no, no. You just got to look for the jokes. You got to look for the humor because at first you're not going to see it. And it's kind of like the first time I saw The Office, I hated it because I didn't get the humor. I was like, this isn't funny. Like, why would this be funny? And someone, I watched it with a group of people and I was like, oh, these are the jokes. I'm just missing the humor. Like, it's blowing past me. That Angela's Ashes is the same way. It is very sad. But in those moments where you like want to cry, he slips a joke in and you're done for. It's it's really, really great. So mine this week is Angela's Ashes. And 2020 is going to be the year I, I read more than I watch TV. Read more. I did a really good job of that this year. I know. You're so good. My okay, goal, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, th- I think this was why it was really hard for me to leave my mom this year for Christmas. Oh, interesting. And I think you'll understand why. Okay. <clears throat> okay. 
To a parent, your child wasn't just a person. Your child was a place, a kind of Narnia, a vast eternal place where the present you were living and the past you remembered and the future you longed for all existed at once. You could see it every time you looked at her. Layered in her face was the baby she'd been and the child she'd become and the adult she'd grow up to be. And you saw them all simultaneously like a 3D image. It made your head spin. It was a place you could take refuge if you knew how to get in. And each time you left it, each time your child passed out of your sight, you feared you might never be able to return to that place again. Wow. Isn't that insane? Yeah. I thought that was just such a beautiful depiction of parenthood. That's amazing. Of like your your flesh and blood, blood being like a place that you come back to. That's amazing. Yeah, I thought that was... So it's... Man, what a beautiful study on just like being a mom and... Yeah, it was... And I'm not into fiction, and I finally think I'm getting into it. I know, 2020 is going to be the year of fiction for you. Fiction-er. Because yeah, you... Little Fires Everywhere, a novel, Celeste, and NG. I'm really glad, because yeah. when I write songs that are more story-driven, you're like, I just can't, I just don't like made-up stuff. Yeah, I think Oscar season has helped me with that. I know, and now I can go back to writing weird songs like Circles, and you not give me, give me that grief That song about. is really sad. Well, I mean, okay, any of the weird story ones. I know, so. Okay. Okay, I love you. This was a great time. I love you, too. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I woke up in an El Camino, six shoes on the leather seat. He's on the wheel, she's out the window. That's my baby, Jimmy and me. That's my baby, Jimmy and me. New York City hangs above us. Big apple from the forbidden tree. She's on my arm. He's cussing drivers. We're wide awake in the American dream. That's my baby, Jimmy and me. Life ain't that funny. We'll just laugh at anything to try to keep this good feeling alive. Baby
laugh at anything to try to keep them from seeing us cry.